Hi guys, Etienne here. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to Max and I talk about anything and everything. Stuck inside, we have decided to record and upload a podcast to distract us from the boredom of lockdown. The lack of structure and the disorganisation is half the charm. Thank you very much. Hi, hi. You like the new? I I like that. I I heard that you were gonna go into a Wimber way, but you didn't. You say you stopped yeah, yourself no, from doing it. Was, it was black flamingo riff. It's like <laughs> damn, you got me. <laughs> right for a this for a intro. Yeah. episode forty of our everyday stuck inside podcast, we are joined by a special guest called Kia. Hi. Woo. Uh, how how did we meet here? I think we just met on the train and. I through... think so. I the first memory I have was your mum giving me a ride to school. Because you stayed the night at Milo's, right? No, my aunt, but she lives like right next door to Milo. So then we. Oh. Uh... Trains were cancelled, and then your mum just bullied you the whole journey in. <laughs> that does sound like her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was either that or just Our I think mum stories of life and blood of this podcast. <laughs> we it was either that or we were on the train. It and... was one of the two. Yeah, one of the two. I think we must have had some like conversa like we were part of the same conversation, but never like talked to each other. Yes, I I agree with you on that one. But no, your mum was funny. I just remember she made us all applaud you when you told her the wrong way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was the right way to go and there would have been more traffic the other way i'm just i'm just saying that <laughs> i still remember this day very well and there was more traffic the other way he doesn't hold a grudge <laughs> i remember that and then there were like horses and then they were like bullying me about horses as well kia what kind of things have you been doing during this period of lockdown that we're currently in I have been reading. I read about like ten books in the last two weeks. That's another person um, that's picked up reading again. Or except the thing is, is they're all like the same thing. They're all I read a bunch of like cringy high school story books with romance in them because they're really predictable, and then it means I'm not disappointed when I get to the end. <laughs> Fair enough. What kind of things are no like before quarantine? Would you have read lots before, or is it only due to quarantine um, that you started I mean, reading still... again? I used to read a lot in junior school and then I like stopped reading for ages and then I tried to get back into reading start of this year and yeah. it wasn't really working at all. So yeah, it was pretty much once quarantine started up again, I started reading a lot more than I used to. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everyone's, that's literally been everyone's response though. There almost seems to be a correlation between the stress of exams and not reading. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, what other, what other kind of things have you been doing? Um, I did a Bob Ross painting. That was very fun. Wow, as in following along with Bob Ross. Following along with Bob Ross. I was trying to do its time. And I didn't <laughs> think it turned out too bad. It was actually quite good. I tried a second one and it was god-awful. So that one won't ever be seeing the light of day. But the first one was good. Which um, one was it? By numbers. It is, you know what? I, it's like the most done one on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's the mountain in the background, the little trees long shoreline with the fan brush two trees in the foreground it mm. is a very very iconic bob ross one but that was that was good fun for like 20 minutes <laughs> i had to think of something else how do. long were you meant to draw it in i've not really watched bob ross one how they, long? they are like 20 25 minute episodes i think i was maybe five minutes behind him i had to keep pausing but they are like quite good and i know my maths teacher said the other day her whole family was doing a sit down bob ross evening together that's great to be fair because yeah so as an art student uh, have you continued to do art or over? Yeah, so I mean, like, doing art at A-level is literally... I feel like it's putting me off art more than it's making me want to do it because half the time we're analysing stuff. Yeah, that's... Oh, it's not good. That's my weak point. Yeah, Tyler's said the same thing because it's almost... What he enjoys about art is just doing it whenever he wants to yeah. do it and do what he wants to do. But then art A level is like putting a cage around it, saying you have to like giving you deadlines and, and you things. And you have to explain it as well. And I don't like words. Ooh, disgusting. Something. And I'm like, I'm like, I see something. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll paint that. And then 
my teacher would be like, well, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because um, it looks nice. And she's like, that's <laughs> reason. And I was like, okay, thank what, you. What kind of style is your favourite thing to do? Well, I think GCSE, I love drawing. That was like all I used to do was draw. Um, yeah. What kind of things? Stuff. Portraits and Portrait, yeah. Always people. And I'd always just do the face, like nothing else. Um, and then, I mean, A-level, you have to paint. Like you, they say you can draw, but every single person paints. So it kind of. It's like a rite of passage when you get to A-levels, starting to use oil paints. So I got into that for a bit, but I've realised I was doing a painting today in our art lesson. If, if the face is not actually like life-size or bigger, I can't paint it at all. <laughs> it just looks like blobs and it's so bad. My art teacher even laughed at me. Oh. Um, but it's fine because I was laughing at myself as well. But I, I do think drawing is definitely like my all-time favourite when it comes to art. Yeah, they are, faces are definitely the hardest thing to draw. When it's like not life size. Yeah, oh, I mean, I have a um a book of all my drawings from junior school when I first thought I was like amazing art, and some of them. Oh are wow! So <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, my my mom and I favorite thing to do. One time we went into like a, per like a an art gallery, and we just went round judging other people's like faces on. Yeah. Just to see, and then she was judging which ones uh they had done worst job basically. Oh god, yeah. You know what? I this is the worst thing as well. Is I feel like whenever I speak to teachers at school who aren't my art teachers, because I think my art teachers know I actually hate art. I just like painting and drawing. Um, but like a lot of my teachers just assume they'll be like, "Oh, so how many galleries do you go to?" And I'm like, "None." I literally <laughs> give less of a shit about other people's. I just I find it very boring. I think art is personally, unless I'm just drawing or painting for the fun of it, I find it very very tedious. Yeah, so you enjoy like creating. You don't really enjoy studying. It. Yeah, yeah. Which I is definitely. Which is in. Yeah. To... We're so good at this. Go on have the you mics. Been to one of those like uh, the one in the one near me is called Ceramics Cafe, but like you go in and you paint like a plate or a jug or something. Yeah. No, but see, I could never do and then that. they put it in a kiln. I could never do that because here's the thing: is I always I feel like I take so long when I do stuff. I, I just know now I would leave that place thinking I've just created a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually interesting because as a family tradition, every every time we go to France, where we, like my grandparents have a house, mm. that by there there's a very traditional, it's called La Fayencerie, and basically it, it is that. It's basically bowls and other pieces of crockery, and you're... And then they, they have, like, an exhibition where you can go in and do your own painting. But they only give you, like, an hour and a half. So mm. it's, it's really hard to do in an hour and a half. But then my mum... My mum goes... She, my mum's, like, extremely artistic. She goes in there, nails it, like, shows everyone else up. And then still yeah. still manages to help me. Because I'm a bit like, Yuki, I, I'm, I can't start something until i've got like a good plan but then i know yeah. that if i don't have a good plan so yeah i struggle really hard and i what what i find hardest with art is finding where to start exactly i mean at school whenever we get given a title especially for a level where we had to come up with our own title this time around i'm always the last person to come up with something because i want to like have a very good idea of what i'm doing before i start it yeah. Otherwise, if I if I just do something on a whim, I find I end up doing it for like a week, and then I get bored of it, and I'm like, oh, I should have done something else. Yeah, definitely. So if I if I'm told what to do, huh? If I'm told what to do, it's really really easy, and yeah, I can try my hardest in that, and I'll be happy. But if they're just like, you could do anything, I'm just like, ah, and panic inside. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I have no idea when to start, like where to start. When they're like, do whatever you want. I'm like, okay, just tell me what to do. I'd much prefer that. But yeah, so going back to the fiancé, it's basically we do we do it every year and it's quite fun because you do then get to take them back and we do, I use my plate like daily almost, which Aww. is cool. Do you want to know, know the real life hack? I went last year. Mine yeah. was like absolute shit. And I was like, right, this is, I, no one can see this. Do you put your sister's name on it? <laughs> No, even better. Flip it over. Max, age eight. Absolutely bashed it. No one knows. <laughs> the people come over. They're like, oh, wow, this is really great. Painted this age eight. That's really impressive. Some yeah, idiots, wow. 17. <laughs> That's impressive. Cool. So, Pete, have you picked up any new skills here over, or have you just gone like back to things that you've previously enjoyed? Um, 
I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I've done a lot of baking. Actually, I made a cheesecake in like the first few. Oh days. yeah, I saw that. That that looks so good. That was uh, it's so bad though because I've been making so much stuff and I've just been eating it myself, <laughs> like the whole thing. So I made a cheesecake. I definitely had over half of it. Nice. Um, and then I made. It's all from this like Philadelphia cookbook. I made. Philadelphia these... is one of like the most underrated products there is. Oh, I love it so much. Me mad is when my mum gets the low-fat Philadelphia. Yeah, the white one. It the, like, silvery one. Mm -mm. It, like, the full-fat one just tastes so much better. Yeah. Um, but I also made chocolate brownies with cheesecake in them, which nice. were amazing. Chocolate brownies with cheesecake. How does that cheesecake, work? Cheesecake, like, running through them. It was yeah. just Ooh. so good. But I'd, I'd just cut out the cheesecakey parts and eat those. <laughs> um, so, really, you just love cheesecake? Yeah. Yeah, but would feel guilty. But would I feel guilty. Feel guilty if you only made. If uh, I made a second cheesecake, cheesecake, I would have been embarrassed. <laughs> so you just create other yeah. things. Next. I've, I've made like two rounds of Betty Crocker brownies. Nice. And I think I made something. Oh yeah, no, the Betty Crocker brownies. Th those were awful. I'm not even joking. They had been out the oven. I'm no more than ten minutes, and I'd already eaten half the tray. That is nice. No That's My impressive. I want like, brownies. Oh, I really want brownies now. Oh, My sister's baked one thing in six months. She's baked one thing. Uh, six weeks, not six months. Oh, that'd be scary for six months. Oh. Not losing my <laughs> mind, I promise. Made? She made cookie and cookie dough, which was great. So uh, I think... I made cookie dough as early on as well. Next on your list should be cookies with cheesecake in. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that would work. That's but... cheesecake between two cookies. Ooh. That Philadelphia cookbook had um, Toblerone chocolate truffles. Oh, I need to try that. Toblerone's like so, one of my favourite chocolate. And I, also I need to, to try that. So oh, shut up, you man. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm cultured. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> cool. Oh, no. I, I mean, I've been playing some more guitar. I, I mean, I always play guitar, but I've had a lot more time to try to sit down and learn some new songs. No, um, nice. Nice. Oh, and I got a new guitar for free. My dad was, um, they had cleared out some stuff from their office. And whenever they do, um, like, a coffee room in there, they theme it. And so they obviously had a room which needed a guitar in it as a prop. Wait, no um, way. So they just bought a guitar as a theme? Yeah, so they went to, like, a junk sale and found, like, a really cheap old guitar. Like, I'm like for example, I, they have a coffee room that's themed, like, Alice in Wonderland. And there's a bunch of tables on the ceiling and, like, clocks dripping upwards. Wait, what, like, what does he do? Clouds on the floor. He's an architect, so they have like really funky kind oh, of. Oh, that's sick! Lines. Yeah, that's they so cool. They had like a New York themed one with tires holding up the tables. There was like a beach hut one. So anyway, they had this guitar. Um, so I think it must have been yesterday or the day before. Me and my dad drove to his office and picked that up. Nice. And it's actually so nice, uh, but one of the strings broken. So I bought some things off Amazon no. to replace that. Yeah. But I've been getting back into my guitar playing, which is good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, did you teach yourself it, or did you get lessons to a certain point and no, stop? No, I taught myself. Because um, I did violin when I was younger, which was the bane of my existence. Yeah. Um, it. I, I think over 10 years of lessons, I only got up to grade 4. Perfect. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even get that good of a mark when I um, did the grade. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then, yeah, I taught myself guitar, ukulele, and a bit of piano in the... Um, I mean, I used to show up to my violin lessons, and I would say, Hey, look what I learned on the piano. And you could just see my violin teacher. Was so <laughs> pissed off at me. It was hilarious. Yeah, you, it's funny you mentioned uh, ukulele, because one one of the things that we bonded over was music. I feel mm. like, especially, yeah. I think it was we went to that sale, uh, the pound for a ki kilo pound Vintage sale. Vintage kilo sale. Vintage kilo sale. That's what we went to. And that's then, the one. had you been to a 21 Pilots concert, just been to one, or, yeah, you had just been to I'm one. I'm trying to think, when were we, we, I think it was in April last, last year, wasn't it? Because then I would have, I went to a 21 Pilots concert in Feb last year. Yeah, so you just been to one, and then, so yeah, we, we talk a bit about music then, and like, obviously now still, but I saw that you had made like a video thing for a 21 Pilots concert. Yeah. No, a 21 oh, competition. Yeah, so basically, I'd seen this, I mean, I was quite lucky I saw it, but I had been scrolling on Instagram, and there was this sponsored post from this um, app, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, oh, we're holding a 21 Pipes concert, if you get, like, the most likes or the judges pick, we'll give you an electric guitar. Yeah. 
um, signed by 21 Pilots. And I was kind of like, oh, no trying on that. But then my parents heard me talking about it and they were like, no, 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 you've got to do it. So I was yeah. like, okay, I'll, I'll try. And I spent hours on this and looking back on it, it was it was a good experience. because I've, I've always liked making videos and stuff and editing. Whenever I have trips, I always make a trip video or whatever. Um, but I'd gone to the extent of downloading an animation app <laughs> and animating the lyrics to this video. And I was like, there's no way I'm losing this if I put in this much effort. Yeah, it's cool. It was really cool. Station, dragged him up to the station next morning. I was like, you've got to film me. I looked like such an idiot. The amount of times <laughs> me and my brother would see someone approaching while I'm holding a bloody ukulele. And you're just like, don't I look would... the other way. Yeah, I'd have to. I, I looked like such a melt. I also had like one 21 Pilots t-shirt on. And then my dad has one as well because we went together in oh, yeah. last year. Both bought shirts. So I had my dad's t-shirt over mine so I could film scenes with different clothes on <laughs> so it looked more professional in my mind and I was obviously like carrying around a t-shirt in one hand I had on this neon yellow beanie and I had a ukulele in my hands and there would be people every now and then walking past on like their daily walk and there's no way you can be subtle about wearing a neon beanie and holding a ukulele at a station sitting on this there's like no trains running so it was very awkward yeah and so yeah i edited this thing i put in loads of effort um and i posted it and at first i was so disheartened because i like got like 10 likes and i was like there is no way i'm winning this but then i started like getting likes and i ended up finishing fourth out of 300 videos that's really good which was really good but then this is when the this is this is what broke my heart was me and my mum stayed up when they were announcing the winners because they still had a judge's pick yeah um and I kid you not, they gave out like 25 judges' prizes. No way. And I didn't get a single one. Oh. What were the but judges' you know prizes what? like? Like best video or best so, uh, costume? Well, they just picked, um, they passed about 10 or 15 honorable mentions. Yeah. And like, I mean, for every honorable mention, they donated $100 in their name. Boy. Which is quite cool. Yeah. Third place was $150 in their name. Second place was like 200 and then the first place of the judges pick also got a signed guitar. Yeah. Wow. But alas, Kiki Mac got nothing. Kiki Mac didn't get anything. Yeah. Going, no. going back to uh, neon beanies, my sister got like one of the Billie Eilish neon beanies one. Oh, yeah. And basically she goes around like to be saying, oh, yeah, I, I'm really socially awkward and I don't like standing out in public and this and that. And then... I go to, then why are you wearing a, <laughs> a, neon, beanie. a neon beanie? There's literally, yeah. someone can see you from a mile away wearing it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's quite funny. It's like the high-vis jacket at Reading. But yeah, listening back to our Reading episode, Max, I really think uh, lightsabers is actually a really good idea. Lightsabers is the way to go, but listening back to that episode makes me sad because the, the amount of good shit that we couldn't say. Yeah. Quite frustrating. So yeah, obviously it's sad. Reading's gonna be cancelled. But what I what we've been talking about recently in like lessons and stuff is the fact for the fact that during Freshers Week clubs might not be open. Clubs yeah. and pubs might not be open during Freshers Week for our uni experience. Yeah. How crazy is that? We, We're gonna I miss mean, out I... on not only the defining summer of our lives, but also the yeah. first week of uni where you can just destroy your livers. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was, I'm so devastated that, like, we're not going to be getting our final week and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we've been told that maybe Leavers will happen. Maybe we'll get a Leavers ball. Yeah, really same. Doubt. Yeah. But, no, the uni thing sucks. Also, I'm worried, like, people are starting to say, oh, maybe everyone won't go back in September to uni and, like, everything's going to start late. <sighs> yeah, that would just be so weird. But at least if that happens, then... Hopefully pubs might be open again, I don't know. Yeah, by the time we do get there. I'm so nervous for uni. Yeah, if it if it is that far away, but then we don't go back to back in like September but we go back in January, it'd be such a weird limbo of our lives because we if we're mm. like forced to stay inside so long and it's not like we can really it's get like jobs or year, to be honest. It's, it's like a gap year stuck inside. Having a gap year but not being able to do anything that you'd want to do on a yeah. gap year. Exactly. Yeah. It's... No, it's very weird. This is all really weird. Yeah, I, I'm getting more and more excited about uni though. I think it'll be good fun. Hopefully. I feel like I'm starting to get more and more nervous. About yeah, it. same. Nervous, but because obviously it's just such a big change in our lives. But yeah. 
listening to you talk about Exeter with Tom, yeah, you get so giddy about a load of the. Uh, it's quite wholesome. Oh god. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. He, he he loves it so much that he's telling my parents he's going to do a a masters as well, so he can stay another year. And they're like, Aww. "Okay, you can pay for yourself." It's <laughs> like, "Okay, cool." What does he do? Um, he's doing, I think, like international business studies, something along that lines. Yeah, fair enough. I I don't know. The, <laughs> international the business. <laughs> that's going to be an outdated uh job soon. Yeah. Due to no um, international traveling. Indeed, it is. He was he was meant to be doing a year abroad. Um, yeah, that 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 would suck so much. It, but actually, he ended up at the start of second year. He's just finished his second year now. It was at the start of second year. He was certain he was going to do it, and then I think maybe by Christmas time, yeah, he was really uncertain and ended up cancelling his year abroad, which I think now he's quite glad about because he's not gonna. He's not that disappointed. Whereas I know he's got some friends who are so disappointed their year out's been cancelled. Yeah, imagine being on your year abroad right now though and then being stuck in that country oh, in like in lockdown that. or whatever oh, someone cool. i work with stuck in japan at the moment because they oh, went out God. there to start like a year at uni yeah and then the uni like, shut down or... and also they're completely broke which is the worst part of it so oh, like and they can't even go out yeah. and work or whatever in like because so usually you what as a student you'd go work in a cafe or in a pub or something but obviously yep. none yeah, of that's open yeah, well, my brother's yeah, got a friend bad. who's from Singapore, and he obviously went back as soon as all the lockdown started. And when he got there, um, it was either Singapore or Hong Kong, I can't remember. But wherever he went to, they they kept him in a hotel room for 14 days. He literally had, like, a prison anklet on that tracked him. So, um, and he wasn't allowed damn. to, like, go without a certain radius of the building. Otherwise, they fined him, like, a £1,000. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. so he wasn't allowed to do anything there for two weeks um which is insane it's, it's, it's really insane. weird to think we're living through this yeah but it's like obviously they do have to do that but yeah yeah. yeah imagine getting like a five-star hotel though that'd be pretty cool yeah that'd be so nice <laughs> oh. right it, this is all really weird i find it very odd i think the thing i find weirdest is thinking about how in the future people are going to be like oh my gosh i can't believe that happened and it's going to be weird to think oh well that was the year that but do you think like do you think this is going to be like i've been hearing people say oh well, i think these coronavirus things are going to start happening more often but yeah. i don't know if i agree with that i don't think i don't think this will be the last one that we have I, like well, yeah definitely not the last no what's crazy yeah. is that um these kind of viruses happen all the time they happen yeah. so much but it's just they're not that contagious and they die out mm -hmm. really quickly they might have like yeah. 10 cases here and there but it's just the fact that it's a global pandemic where it's spread to everyone so quickly. So that's mm. that's what's so shocking about this one. And because it's global, obviously it affects the whole world. Every The whole world's economy is going to be affected. Our lives are going to be affected because of this for the next one. It's not going to, it's not going to go back to not like to how it was for no, like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Until, I think it's until that they like, really crack down on or i don't know if it's like crack down but if the world starts going more like i don't i don't know if you too preachy but it's like all of these big contagious viruses like sars swine flu now covid all of them come out of like animal intensive areas so like in yeah. america they all come out of like big pig farms in china they'll come out of water markets and shit so if i don't know if like theoretically if the world the world's already like per person has eaten less meat than we were ten years ago. You you really are turning into a vegan. Uh... Shut up. <laughs> I know I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not using this to advocate vegan, but it, it's like it's undisputable. I think that if like all of these big fucking diseases are coming from just locking animals in yeah really tight confines and making them live in piles of their own shit with their kids for like <laughs> yeah. years on end. And weirdly, they're getting ill. Oh, wow. No, but you know what the thing is? Is we have a neighbour on our road who is from China, and she has friends, obviously, back in China. And she says 100% she believes that they, in Wuhan, had a testing centre where they were testing stuff on bats. And someone in that um, lab or whatever caught something while they were doing testing. And that's what started it all. Yeah, I wouldn't be sick. Well, yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised, but like at the same time, I think there's you too much of a pre- there's too much of a precedent of shit like this happening before. From yeah, and Wuhan's also like, if it was going to happen anywhere, it was going to happen in Wuhan. They've got all of the like the right elements for yeah. Biggest conspiracy like, theory: China starts on purpose to uh, plummet the rest of the economy. They like have enough casualties to show to make it seem like it wasn't their fault, but actually it was their fault. And now they're just because yeah, they're because they're out of um, quarantine now. They're they're thriving. Yeah. And whilst the rest of the world I mean, is completely yeah, it make, destroyed. Because if you're if you have it first, then you take the short term hit, and then you can profit while everyone else is in lockdown. It's struggling. Mm. And you're you'll earn your money back. I imagine. It's crazy because I remember in January, like really early on, seeing something about it, and there was like oh, like ten, twenty cases. And I turned to my mum and I said, "This is gonna get bad. I can just, I can just tell." And she was Spidey like, oh, no, "Don't worry." She was like, "This is gonna be nothing. Uh-huh, it's it's yeah. never gonna spread." And then a month later, I was like, "Okay, mum, time to start worrying." But my biggest thought was when it started is this sounds really stupid, but the people who went into the Love Island villa were going in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then someone comes in like a few weeks later or like a month later and says, oh, yeah, just so you know, the whole world's in a pandemic right now. Yeah, yeah. We're just stuck in this isolated villa. We've talked, yeah, we've talked about it before. But yeah, just because obviously that like a couple of, during the World Cup when there was Love Island, they weren't even allowed to know like the score of the World Cup. Yeah. So they, they, they literally told nothing about what's going on in the outside. Ima- yeah, imagine like coming out of that and just going back in to your old life i mean to which be fair, is like they were going from isolation in one place to isolation in another so it yeah it, in effect it's like one of the best places for them to be but then yeah. it's just so weird to go back but yeah uh we have another talking point today which is i have recently discovered pesto doesn't have to go with pasta oh, i'm already angry and it can literally go with anything you want so what, what else are you thinking in a wrap or no. sandwich. Oh my god. Sandwich no. is less understandable. Yeah, less. Un- I'm going to throw my fucking phone sandwich. across the room in a minute. <laughs> Pesto in a wrap. <laughs> what is it? What is wrong? What? I, I I had a vegetarian. I had a vegan wrap. Actually, no, it was a vegan because it made it had me. I had a vegetarian wrap, Max. Be proud of me. I'm gonna have stern words with your parents about this. You know, there's a. Oh, fuck. Greg Davis was doing an interview once. He talked about Dream Meal, and he said it was a well-done steak with a jar of pesto. Oh. And he just eats the pesto out the jar. That oh, I I need to try this. No, but no, you know, it's, don't. I used to have an obsession with pesto. I remember I tried it once, and I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever tasted." So we got a jar of it. I ate the whole jar in one evening. <gasps> and I need to it try so this. <laughs> no, no, no. I felt like. It's such a weird sensation. I felt like my tongue had become fuzzy. I could feel it. It was numb from the intensity of garlic. And I swear for a week, I just felt sick. And I like my tongue felt weird. And I couldn't taste anything. The amount of oil and stuff that there is in pesto. Yeah. Let, take that as a lesson, Etty. And I didn't, I didn't eat pesto for years after that. But I, I've grown to like it again. I do love a good pesto pasta. But, pesto um, pasta is great on it. Yeah. It's just carrot. Yeah, it's so good. But I, I really think... They're, I'm pretty sure there were like wraps in Sainsbury's with pesto in. Right, yeah, no, look, like, so like chicken pesto, pesto sandwich is a thing, but just spreading pesto on bread products and consuming it. Oh, no, is, no, 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 no. No, 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 it's like instead of using mayo, you use pesto or something. And then what else are you. Ha- it depends what else you're having in the sandwich. So in, in the sandwich, rate. So no, it was a wrap. Rate my wrap. It had. Uh, I already hate it. Wrap, mayo, <laughs> lettuce, mayo and pesto, cucumber, the fuck pickles, is this? <laughs> tomatoes. Edson, what's she doing? You're putting a salad in a wrap, man. It's not good. Do Do you know why? Because I love I love mayo and yeah. So so mayo. Put a salad in a wrap. Because then it doesn't feel like you're having a salad. So you can be healthy whilst no, you not thinking about You need to be on a watch list or something. That's not normal. That's. Do you know what I might I try next time? I don't want to know. I don't want you I to might try some baked beans. Oh, no. 
I I actively gagged at that. Refried beans, baked beans. I eat it out of the tin. I love it. No. Milo at school once had. I'm not even joking. I'm pretty sure it was baked beans and pesto. Oh, I need. Yeah. See that. This is why we're best friends. I. Oh my god. Okay. I need to tell. We need to tell the story of your beans at wedding because I don't think we've spoken about that. Well, I think you should. You should tell it. Because I see no problem with it. I see plenty of problems with this. I wake up in the, the boiling heat, take all the layers off, Ugh. wake up, just... <laughs> take, I'm, already, take, I'm, already, I'm already miserable because Arthur's been trying to spoon me all night. And he's so... It's, it's not even because it's... I don't mind spooning Arthur, but he's just so hot, like, temperature-wise. Uh. I'm like... I'm gonna overheat, man. You need. You yeah, no, he's not, he's not attracted. Well, he is. Attracted. I like how you have to verify. I mean, by temperature, <laughs> not by looks. I mean, but he's he's pretty he's pretty attractive. I mean, he's French. Yeah, he's French. Yes. Takes so two boxes. My, minus two points. If he if he um, puts a. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, yeah. long story short, I'm in a bad mood. Dehydrated. I feel take, like take everyone a... wakes up from Reading in a bad at Reading in a bad mood, though. Yeah. You take can't, a, you can't wake up and just go like, ah, I had a really good night's sleep. <laughs> take a oh, sip God. of like forty-five degrees cider. Yeah. To try and quench the thirst. You know, the hangover is killing me. The the bright lights. I stumble out into our little communal area, and there's Etienne in his floor. He's looking far too happy. <laughs> and he's he's trying to open a can of something. I'm like, oh, it's a bit bit early for the bevs, man. What what do you want? <laughs> Look! Look over. It's oh, it's no, a kind of sick. it's a can of refried beans, which I didn't know what they were until this moment. But it's basically, it's like oh. a load of homogenous beans, but it's like a so, it's a, it's just solid. There's no they're not held in any suspension. It's just this solid mush. It's like of mushy peas, but beans with like Mexican spice in. It's so disgusting. So first, first of all, he fails to open it, so he's he's stabbing at it. No, I open it. I open it, and the the thing that you use to pull it off snaps off. Yeah, so you oh, don't God. open it. Basically, you fail it. Yeah, I fail to open it. <laughs> I sound really, I sound really bitchy, but it's because this really this story brings out the worst in me, and it's it's because of those refried beans. What did what did Stacy think? Stacey didn't like them. I think she was the only person that no one had the balls to try it because they all said it looked like dog food. It looked disgusting. Everyone said it looked like dog food and tasted like dog food, but I disagree. I'm not a fussy eater at all, but that crossed multiple lines. I'm not going to lie. It does look a bit grim, but it it tastes so good. It's because I was so happy with myself having the thought to like take it with me. Into a cereal box, and I was more okay with that than I was with into a cereal box. (laughs) Oh, I just into a cereal box. You know, like the the mini ones with like plastic things. He like that was quite impressive actually. He opens the box and then opens the plastic and then pours his desired amount of milk into the plastic bag with the cereal and then eats it out with a spoon. Oh, that's quite clever. Oh. It was actually quite clever, yeah. And me- meanwhile, you're fucking eating refried beans with a pointy bit of a pen knife and be like, <laughs> yeah, this is really nice. Do you want to try some beans? You're walking around. <laughs> no one's saying yes to the beans. Everyone's in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, oh. due-, due to the particular colour of the beans, it's... it. it- Looks like vom almost. It looks like shit. Oh. It looks. It basically it basically looks like porridge, but with a more of like an orangey brown tinge to it. No. Um. Speaking of vom, my first year at Reading. Okay, so when I both times I've been to Reading, I've never ended up drinking anything while I was there. First time round was because I didn't oh drink. Oh Second time I just didn't want to because I didn't want to get like into a situation, um, where I didn't have full control. Uh, but anyway, first time round at Reading, this was so awful. Obviously, the toilets at Reading are disgusting. Yeah, they're grim. See, um, that's why you drink, to not have to deal with that, because then you don't realise. We would go into town for breakfast, because we had, between a bunch of us, paid for a hotel room for two of the nights. So it meant we could all shower, and we only ended up paying like £20 each. So we were like, great, that's great. So we'd gone to Giraffe for breakfast. Nice. Um, and one of the toilets was broken there, so it meant... All of us were going to one loo to take a shit because none of us had shit for four days. And I was the last one in that toilet and I walked in. And oh, that I just must got be hit grim. With this disgusting stench. And I tell you, 
I was going to go to the loo and then I just started gagging. And I was like, I'd actually rather go to the loo at bloody Reading Festival. So I left the bathroom. I was like, no way, no way. I get. Did you t- did you tell the people? Did you tell the people? Oh no! You'll see why I had to tell them because I get halfway downstairs back to our table. Two of the other girls were in front of me. The rest had gone back down, and I just chunned. Oh no! The smell of it made me chun. I spewed onto the stairs like a little bit. Oh. I just like quickly shut my mouth, held my hand down, oh. run back to that shite bathroom, wash my hands, empty the contents uh. of my mouth oh. into that shite infested water. It was awful. I was the only per- I think I was the only person from our group who ended up chunning the whole weekend. And I was the only one who didn't drink. And it was purely because <laughs> the bathroom in giraffe was the worst worst i worst experience of my life max that's better than your uh mcdonald's yeah, bathroom story story as well yeah i agree <laughs> it was awful that's impressive i i, I still <laughs> the delayed was... reaction like so you, you experienced the grossness of the loo and then like and then how, how long afterwards it's because you leave while still thinking about how disgusting yeah, it was I, I remember like i was i was in the bathroom and i was about to i was like you know i'll take i'll go to the loo and then i just gagged and i was like actually no i can't do this i had walked out the door maybe 10 seconds in my head i was still i was still reminiscing on the smell of that toilet and then it just hits downstairs and then i just i couldn't hold it anymore and i just shunned do you think if you tried really hard and like meditated on it you could bring yourself to throw up from the memory like if you tried now like really contemplate i can sit here and i can smell it still oh no it's not a hard (laughs) it's not something that's easy to forget i'll say that no i'm i'm quite sad that you didn't just take one well not take one from the team just ruin everyone else's day by just chanting on them as well. Oh, it would have been great. It would have been hilarious. But oh no, I, that will, I'll never forget that. Just the fact that I I ended up chanting not from alcohol <laughs> because the bloody toilet smelt weird. But yeah, at least well, Reading you don't really need yeah you don't really have much like substance. It's only really liquids and or like snacks and things. So I never really oh, felt like I what? need to, to poo that much. I, I pissed a lot, no, but I was eating a lot of mac and cheese. Really? A lot of mac and cheese. I every night I had mac and cheese for dinner. Did you get food from a stand or? There was this one stand, and it was like a big silver truck, and they served mac and cheese in Chinese takeaway boxes. Ooh. That... Oh my god, I was in love with it. I went back every night and suggested <laughs> it to every person I bumped into. This was the first year I was like, "Go get the mac and cheese." Second year. I don't remember eating anything, if I'm being honest. I remember having breakfast, but I don't remember having anything yeah. post-breakfast time. Actually, no. Every now and then we'd get some food in the arena. But it is just so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. Like... Having to sacrifice yeah. Um, That's the thing. A whole can of refried beans serves like four portions. So you're, ball- oh, no, no, you're balling, no you're balling no for the rest of the day. You... You take some snack bars, and that's literally all you eat until you get back to the campsite 12, 12 hours later. 1,500 calories worth of shit. <laughs> oh, not, no. It's not worth it. You, you're bro- I'd rather starve. Did you? Because, like, it looked like a repeater. You know, like, pesto? This is this is TMI for the podcast, but, like, if you eat something with pesto and you burp, like, three hours later, you're getting pesto. Oh, yeah, you can taste it. I enjoy that, though. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I don't like when that happens is just garlic. Did you did you get the beans? Does that oh, happen with the beans? No, not really. So you, I don't think. So they're not a repeater. Not really. Okay. They so don't really I, taste them much. Honest, they're a bit bland. I'll be honest. There were there were moments when I was really close to you in the uh, in a mosh <laughs> that night, and I thought technically his sweat does contain bean content. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I thought this is. You know what? Anyone else? Fine. But Etienne and his bean sweat, I I really don't know if I can handle. Bro, I s- <laughs> first day, I got you on my shoulders and got you on the screen. Second day, I you saved you. I saved I saved you, like, twice. Yeah, Third day, twice. got, got you seen by the Vistas, and this is how you're repaying me? What? Yeah, this is how. You, you, you look, I don't care if you got me on TV, saved my <laughs> life twice. And got me noticed by one of my favourite bands. You ruined it all when you ate those beans straight out of the can, Etienne. Our friendship <laughs> was in tatters. Ouch. And I'm surprised it's recovered <laughs> to the point where we can record this podcast. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, you know what? I actually got on the screen at Reading this year. Good. And I didn't get it on video. And I was who, on though? Who? Who? Well. Who? Miramata. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I was so mad. It was because it was my favourite song. And I remember we weren't with any guys when we went to this song. But I found this really tall guy who was standing near us. He was like six foot five or something. And I was like, if I can get on his shoulders for a song that I know the words to, there is no way I'm not getting on the screen. <laughs> and I could tell I was about to get on the screen because this dude had his camera like waiting on me for like a minute. And I, I just wish I got my phone out and filmed it. So you're not like watching... You're just like watching the camera guy point I, his I, camera at you. you know, I had, the song came on and I was like, this is my favourite song. I know every damn word to this song. And at this point, I'd already asked... What, song what, song? what song is this? Um, what If I Go. Very good song. I recommend you go listen. But I, I said to this guy, when this song comes on, can I get on your shoulders? He said, sure. I get on the shoulders. I was like, oh, I kind of want to get on the screen. Watching Miramasa, out of the corner of my eye, I see this huge... Because I was quite near the front. I see this fat camera turn to face me. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, my, yeah. time is my, my time has come. Yeah, I was like, this is my time to shine. I was so ready for it. <laughs> and you pass and out. Do it. Yeah, that's pretty sad. But yeah, how... I tried looking on YouTube for a I video like the way, the way that I responded to getting on it is... I think I was, I was on your shoulders. And then the girl, in, the girl in front of me was like, do you want me to try and take your picture? And obviously, she assumed I was just going to hand her a phone because I'm a complete dickhead. Looking back, I wish I'd done this. Whipped out the disposable camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, and shoulders. I'm trying to teach her how to use it. <laughs> hand, oh, hand it over. And then I'm like, oh, I'm on the telly. I'm on the telly. So I go, go all excited. And she takes a picture. I look like an absolute idiot. Like, <laughs> I'm so, so excited to be on the screen. During one of your favorite songs, you're just telling this girl how to work at this episode. I felt bad for you, though, because I, I was abusing it, because you, you're going to all the effort to like lift me up and you're so light you're so light it's fine not even paying attention to the person in, to the act i'm just trying to teach someone in front of me how to use yeah this it's fine camera. it's fine the act wasn't even night cafe sort sort out your mixing please suck a, suck a fat one night cafe you can't play live yet <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah basically how i save max from dying is twice he's he's in a mosh so we we we're in a mosh pit and then our pre- in our previous band that we had I been really to, don't come off well ev- everyone had started like for so- it was I can't remember who we were watching, seagulls maybe, but they all basically got uh, down. I did the rowing thing, you know, when you're all like, so we had like two hundred oh, people yeah. down, they're all rowing, because because the act, the band person had told us to do it. The singer had like told people to get down and start rowing. Max, then oh, you know, I think I was there at that. Max, then on main stage, the mosh pit opens up. And Max like, runs oh, into the he runs into the middle, sits down and starts rowing. I'm just there oh, like God. the the drop the drop's coming in five seconds. He's <laughs> he's gonna get moored. He's gonna get moored. <laughs> what do I do? I like run across, grab his arm and just yank him up just as the mosh enclosure is like surrounding us. And oh, like, I, I was glad I got you up because I didn't think you'd survive that. Yeah, I would have died. I'm very grateful. It felt like, you know the scene in Game of Thrones when, like, the big battle... The Battle of the Bastards, yeah. The battle of the Bastards and John like, gets up above everyone and goes... <laughs> <laughs> like, Literally. Everyone else is I feel like that, that was me and you just, like, <laughs> rescue. Yeah. I think the second time was... Uh, I can't remember if it was you or... I botched a backflip and landed on my knees instead of oh. my feet. <laughs> And then uh, Might it's like, almost the same situation. And then I've, like, I've yanked you up from the floor multiple times. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's much appreciated. I, I think I'd definitely be thinking <laughs> of collapsed lung if there wasn't if you hadn't jumped in. Be quite funny, but I was like, I uh, don't want to take him to hospital. So... Don't want to miss any of the music. So get, exactly. get up. <laughs> yeah. So finally, one last thing to talk about quickly is what sh- guys. I I I don't know what to do with my hair because. At first, I was like, I'm going to grow it out long, shoulder length. Like, literally, one of the quotes from my episode three is, yeah, let's get shoulder length hair. But I, I've i just realized it's going to take me two years or whatever to grow that out. It's not like yeah, a, that's a long time. It's not like a lockdown haircut. I'm like, yeah, my lockdown haircut is going to be shoulder length hair. And Mate, you're going to be waiting, like, a it, while to get yeah, that if, lockdown Yeah, if, if lockdown lasts that long, maybe. But 
at the moment, it's got to that point where it's now just too long and I hate it. I like... Yeah, you've got to muscle through the pain, man. Yeah, but I I, I don't know if I want to go to uni with... I, I had that for about a week. Bad hair. It gets, it gets okay again, trust me. No, yeah, because that's the thing. For like a week. I, I like it, like, I like decently short hair. And then like longish hair, but I don't like the mi middle bit. It's that was horrendous. like me with my fringe when I was growing up. My fringe, it was really nice when it was short, and then there's just a point where I started looking like Lord Farquaad for like <laughs> weeks at a time, and there was nothing I could do about it. But I waited it out, and I'm glad I did. I was so tempted to cut it short again. Yeah. But I think stick with it. Stick with it. Although if your hair looks crap when you go to uni. Just mullet. <laughs> I think no, never mullet. I think ask Stacy. I think her word should be law on this subject. <laughs> yeah. Because if if she thinks it's grim at the moment and she doesn't like it long, then maybe. <laughs> yeah, the thing short. is, that's the issue. If I keep it long as well, I get that like weird head headphone bump because I wear headphones too long every day during lockdown. Oh, that's not a look. I've got like yeah, the weird. You, you don't want like the Tyler one lump on the. <laughs> end badly. <laughs> So yeah, but then because I feel like I've got to try shoulder length hair at least once in my life. Oh, I really want to see what I'd be it. like bored as well. But I I feel oh, like no, I've missed the opportunity. If you're gonna like shave off all your hair, you yeah, should I do it at the like very start. So I think you've missed out on that. I don't. Yeah, I kind of want I want a haircut that my kids will be able to look back at and be like, Dad, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> uh, and I I don't think I've had that yet. All my hair's been. Yeah, I moderately restrained. So I've, 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 so far in my life, I've not like looked back on any picture of what I've been like. What was that hair? Well, I do that every day in the mirror. I'm like, what, what is your hair? Just get a hairstyle. But like, my my hairstyle since I was like seven is just having no hairstyle and just leaving it to I be mean, how it is. I was blonde till I was like three or four, and then it all just fell out and grew back. Brunette. I couldn't imagine I you be, blonde. I used to be very blonde. I was like white Bro, blonde I was... until I was like seven. Wow. I don't want to sound weird, but I was way more attractive as like a two-year-old than I was. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture and get your live reaction. Brilliant. So what, you were like bleach, almost bleach white here? Yeah, I was, I was literally, I used to have the curliest, like ringlet curls, white blonde hair. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. And now I've got dead straight, brown, pavement looking hair. <laughs> it's not that I'm straight. I'm so tempted to bleach it. <laughs> Yeah. But if I, if I mess it up, then I don't want to go to uni with shite hair. My brother said, wait, like, a term into uni and then do something weird with your hair. Because then you at least won't be known as the person with, like... Who ca yeah, who came to... You'll you have embarrassed yourself. You'll you have, like, embarrassed yourself in another way to... To have, like, a yeah. weird nickname rather than just the crazy yeah. hair person. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe you should do that. Grow your hair out really long, shoulder length. Chop it right before you go to uni. And then second term of uni, shave it all off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you get there with like just normal hair, and then you can do something fun with it, like a few months in. Yeah, I feel like everyone dyes their hair at uni just because of that yeah. reason. Oh my god, my brother bleached his for November, and oh, it was awful. His hair went orange, not blonde, not even yellow, just orange. Thing oh, is, guys, yeah. guys, at least, at least when guys um bleach it, they can cut it out within like. A month or whatever. But... Yeah, well, my brother then a few months later, well, no, months, a few weeks later, raised even more money for November, ended up shaving all his hair off. Nice. And then my mum was really annoyed because I'm telling you, he went from looking like a 20 year old boy to looking like a 30 year old man. In his <laughs> job. My mum was not impressed. Uh, you know, at the moment, the person whose hair I rate the most is Julie She's got like black hair underneath, yes! but then bleach oh, blonde on the top. It looks so cool. But my mum was like, no. My mum was like, you can bleach all of it, but you cannot <laughs> do the Dua look. Yeah. It looks, I think it only really works if it's like black hair underneath though. Yeah. And also you kind of need to be tanned to pull off stuff like that. Yeah. I'm really not tanned at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a funny thing. Everyone in the UK is either gonna not be, uh, not be tanned at all because they've just been inside and, like all day and just be pale, or they're gonna be super tanned because all they've done is sit outside yeah, sunbathing. Yeah, my mum, because my parents are from South Africa, my mum tans like crazy. I swear she looks like a different race to me and my brother. We um, 
drove past um, some family to drop off stuff today and they saw my mum. They're like, what the hell? My <laughs> mum is so brown at the moment. I literally look like paper next to her. It's so annoying. Well, yeah. My dad's the same. He's like obviously French, so has the French jeans and just tans, whereas my sister's kind of got that. But I'm like more than just pale. I just get allergic reactions almost to sunburn. I got burnt so bad once on my face. We'd gone to Bali, I think maybe four years ago. Yeah. And on the first day we were there, I literally went out for like an hour in the afternoon by the pool. Didn't put sun cream on my face. Brilliant. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I woke up the next morning. I had a blister under my eye that was so big. It covered my whole cheek and I couldn't open my eye. Ow. That's painful. And I was lathering on aloe vera for weeks and for the rest of the holiday i just had this like sli- like slightly swollen cheek yeah that's grim i i hate those photos from that holiday <laughs> disgusting no i think the funniest thing uh, was probably um about uh, i went on a nasa trip a couple of years no it was last year with school and basically what happened is it was bad weather the whole time clouds and everything <laughs> and then on our last day all the cloud goes away, and it's the one day we're on the beach, so like topless and stuff. So it's the one day with good weather for like at maybe 12 o'clock, it's still like grey skies or whatever. Then suddenly, in 10, 10 minutes, all the clouds are gone, bright blue sky. Everyone in our group just gets completely red and horrible. Oh. And then it, three hours later, it all goes away. So then we look like the retard British tourists, just all completely burnt. <laughs> but then it was it was yeah. it was so bad. Our teachers actually went and bought like a three liter pot of uh, aloe vera, and then got like Ooh. the tiny like dispenser uh, bottles that you can find in like shopping. Oh uh, no, in a hotel rooms. Yeah. You know those like how small they just bought like twenty twenty of those and gave. Everyone, one of those to have on the plane back just because of how bad everyone else was suffering. Oh, no, it's awful. I I do get burnt so badly, I especially under my eyes. Like, whenever I Under your eyes, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like that, just that high part of my cheek right under my eyes. I get so burnt there, and I go so red there. So that's the one place I always have to make sure I put enough sun cream on. Everyone else is fine. Like, oh, no, when we were revising for GCSEs the one year, I was sat with my folder on my leg outside revising geography. And I, <laughs> and I had this line along my leg where it was white and then just <laughs> that's so red. funny <laughs> awful cool well I think we've got to wrap this up and we should we move on to song of the day song of the day we forgot to tell Kia this but basically we each recommend a song every day. So, oh, I already have one. Do you want to go first then? Whilst it's still in your brain. Yeah, okay. You, Everyone has to go listen to the song Lake House by Jeremy Zucker. It is the best song. The album came out like a few weeks ago, or actually maybe like a week ago, and it's a very good song. I would definitely recommend. I love how Jeremy Zucker... Was it Jeremy Zucker? was like the only time we saw each other at Reading... Just like yeah. completely out of the blue. Yeah, Jeremy's like, that was, oh, that whole album that's just come out is amazing. So go listen to the whole thing, but in particular, Lake House. And the only reason why I was there is because Ben wanted to go. Because, like, yeah. Ben, he, uh, Jeremy Zucker was like Ben's one of, like, one of his favorite artists, even though he never talked to us about him or whatever, just because yeah. how. He, he's like one of those. One of his sad boy hours. Sad boy hour kind of yeah. artist. I don't want to say that, but yeah. No, that's uh, right. I think he'll forgive us. He'll forgive, I hope. Maybe. I think our friendship might have stood the test of time. Well, yours definitely has. <laughs> right. We I've Ten years and then he falls out over the zone. Jeremy Zucker comment. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Right. Have you got one? I've already got one. And it is... I think you could guess what it is, but it's Take Back the Track. Oh, who would have guessed? The new, guessed? the new song by The Magic Gang. Out, it was like it just, oh, just, just come out, and I like it. Another new take on, it's like a bit different. 
And I do like how what like the direction they're going in. I think it's I don't know if they're releasing an album or an EP, but it's really good. Yeah, the last think, three songs have been I magical. Be, I think it'll be an album, won't it? Yeah, it's been two years, so it's hopefully. What about you, Max? Uh, I'm gonna go for Arms Length by Melo, unless we've got it already. But I don't think I don't think we do. Arms Epic Length. Um, it sounds like the Kooks. It's a good version of a Kooks song, basically. Someone said, "Let's write a Kooks song better than the Kooks," and then they did it. And I, was like, <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like we. Yeah, like... I I feel like I shit on the Kooks too much. I really like them. Just. I think we, as a podcast, shit on the Kooks too much. They're really good. They've got some great. Yeah, but they're just easy to shit on, you know. They're not good live. I'm gonna. Be they're, no, they're not good live. That's why we shit on them because. <laughs> that awful live. I saw them at Reading. I did not enjoy. Every single song is too slow. Yeah. Apart from Naive. They've got, yeah, they've got some great songs. Naive, She Moves in Her Own Way, Junk of the Seaside's Heart, good as well. Bad Habit, Seaside, Ooh La La, no, Ooh La, and Sweet, Sweet Emotion. All those seven, they are great songs. Just... And then, like, their like Let's Go Sunshine. They get, the oh. they get the Imagine Dragons treatment, I think. Well, like... <laughs> They just get mercilessly shit on because other people do it. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like yeah. the cool thing to do is to hate. Them. I feel like Imagine Dragons are in their own league, though, of being awful. Whoa! I do not like Imagine Dragons. I'll tell you that now. Wait, 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 wait. Do you like? We're gonna have to have a formal. Were you a fan? Were Were you a fan, or had you listened to Imagine Dragons before they released like their last two albums? Yeah, because what, the last two albums there? are dog shit, but oh, the I first two. I don't know what counts. I don't even know what's on the last two, but I know that I used to live radioactive. Yeah, that's. And I think there was one other song I'd heard, but geez, their new stuff is awful. Yeah, their new stuff. Don't listen to. Own. Imagine Dragons. It's like Bastille almost. Actually, some of Bastille's Bastille have really some of Bastille's good stuff. music recently. But the last two, <laughs> the last two Imagine Dragons tracks are irredeemable. They have yeah. like four, four good songs between the two albums. But, I but feel the, like the first the artist... two are literally. Literally Once gone. an artist becomes like that bad, you, you can't even you can't even use the excuse of the old stuff was good. No, like the old 5. stuff was so good though. Yeah, like, you know, the old... like, that's the same with Maroon Five though. Maroon Five no. used to be my favorite. Like all their old stuff is so good. But now, what the hell has happened to them? Smoke and mirrors and night visions are two. And the thing, the thing with the Magic Dragons, like the sh the shit songs are shit, but the shit songs bop live. Like I hate. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I can. I, and Thunder and all of those. And yeah, I can, there, I can imagine I they're great live. Yeah. If you put like that to a side, Screaming Believer is the most like hype. Yeah, and then, uh, that's where the Kooks doesn't do that because the Kooks' bad songs aren't good live. Even they're not even energy. They don't even have the energy to like carry it. The bad songs are. Just yeah. Bad. Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. The Imagine Dragons' uh, ratings are actually insane, like for their last two albums. So I think they must have just. Gone for a different kind of audience, maybe. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They didn't even tour the last album. Oh. Uh, they, 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 they literally just. Did I heard. I heard a thing where it was like there. It was like really hard to get tickets to Magic Dragons just because they'd sell out immediately, but then they were also super expensive. So I don't know. They weren't. Uh. I went to see them in the O2. That's like my first gig, like years and years ago now. Cute. Um, I, do, I know. Such a, such a beauty. <laughs> oh, um, my first gig was Britney Spears. Wow. Dun, oh, that was, a, that was an experience. My, my first gig, which was pretty good, was Night Cafe, Wombats, and Blenhaven or whatever. But yeah, what, just Night Cafe there. and Wombats. Oh, the Wombats are so good live. Yeah, they are. I wouldn't listen to them much now, but just live. Oh. Yeah, they're good live. I remember first year reading, I'd never heard any of their music. I'd maybe heard like one of the songs once or twice, but I didn't know it that well. But it yeah. was still such a good concert, even if you didn't know it. That, or it's like if it just comes on at a party, mm. great song. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another episode. And Thanks for sticking with us. Thank you very much, Kia, for joining us today. You were a great guest. No worries. Lots of fun stories. And I don't know why I keep on doing this, but I'm going to thank Max again for being such a lovely co-host. <laughs> oh, thank you, actually, and thank you for saving my life twice.
that's okay. I'm not gonna. Work. I'm not gonna forgive you for shaming me over my beads, though. Oh, that gross. Bye. 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 Hi guys, I am actually here to let you know that we've updated our email to mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org. That's mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org. We have also created an Instagram account. Our handle is stuckinside underscore cast. Stuckinside underscore cast. This is used for updates and just letting you know what kind of things we're up to. So if you want to follow that, then feel free to. That's probably the easiest way to ask us questions or get feedback or even ask if you want to be a guest. So check it out if you want. Thank you very much and bye.